Welcome everyone to the Power in Your Voice podcast. I am your host, Linda, where we'll be talking about life experience and how it's meant to keep you moving. Often we get up and we mask our hurt and our pain. Yes, that's what I said, life experience. We all have them. So we're going to learn here to deal with our issues and achieve goals because every power has a story. Welcome back to the Power Your Voice podcast. It is always our pleasure to come and talk with you on this podcast about some great topics that are going on in our lives. We are facing many trials, many tribulations, but hey, I pray that on this podcast, something is said that would encourage you to go on and on and on. Y'all, tonight we are here with our cast. We are talking about you knowing how to blossom in your desert place. Let me slow that down and say it again. Know how to blossom in your desert place. I have my family here again with us. Y'all, we take these things very seriously because we know that what we're saying, it is powerful. And we want you to know that when we come and we discuss these matters, we have you on our mind. You are in our heart. And we praying that something that is said, it will encourage you to go even farther. Y'all, I have the pleasure again to have my oldest daughter, Renice, on here. Come on, Renice, talk to me about a desert place. Thank you, Dr. Linda, for allowing me to be a part of this topic. I tell you, knowing how to blossom in your desert place, that sounds so easy when you say it, but it's something when you're actually facing the moment of a desert place. Yes. A desert is can be so hot and you're trying to figure out how you're going to make it through this desert. And I'm often, I, when, when you brought us this topic, I was thinking I was in prayer about it. And the Lord said to me, he said, tell my people that in every desert, there is a promise. Wow. And so we have to know that in your desert place, you just have to keep pushing till you get to your promise. And he, wow. be- he began to show me um, when, when we are so hardened and our, our hearts are so heavy. And the reason why I say hardened is because we get to a place where our, our pain it's so hard to bear and we get a hard heart sometimes. And he said to me, he said, sometimes you might have to cry, but don't you stop because all you're doing is watering your promise. Just keep moving forward because in the midst of your tears, you just going to keep watering your promise. Every time you water a plant, it must grow. And so I, I say to you, although you may be crying, although it may seem impossible to get up, and although somebody said, how am I going to make it through this storm? It seems like sometimes you get a storm right after another storm, yeah. and then storm oh. after that storm. Somebody yeah. say, when am I going to come up for air? Well, yeah. I tell you what. I can't promise you you're going to come up for air right now. I can't promise you you're going to come up for air next week. You're coming up for air maybe next year. But I tell you what, don't give up in the midst of your promise. You're going to burst something great in the midst of your pain. You just got to get through it. And I want to encourage you to know that there is a promise in the midst of your desert. That is so good, Renice. I tell you what, you talked about that 
we have to, sometimes we are crying in the midst of our desert. That means that while we are crying, we are watering something. Water is being used. And anytime you water something, something will grow. I want you to realize that we need you. We care for you. We need you to push through it. Why? Because if you fail, it's almost like when Moses told uh, the Lord, he said, if you allow us to die in this wilderness, no one is going to believe that you are able to bring them through. And so I need you to make it in your desert place. Mm -hmm. I need you. I need you because everyone is relying on when they go to hard places, who can they look to? And God uses all of us as an example. And guess what? We didn't ask for this. We didn't stand up and say, I want to be chosen for this. God knows who to choose for this situation. David Young, talk to me about a desert place. Come on, grandson. Wow, man, what you just said was so awesome because uh, I've been thinking about this lately, how a lot of the things that we that we go through, sometimes we we forget that that this thing is bigger than than us. Even yeah. when Moses said what he said to the Lord about them dying in the wilderness, man, we still read that now. And we're <laughs> like, man, God, don't take me out here because this can be a testimony. God, don't let me, don't let me stay in this place. And yeah. just how Moses was saying that, and there's so many other characters in the Bible who went through different things and we read about them still today. Yes. And if they hadn't gone through what they went through, we don't know what we don't know what story would have been in that word if everybody wow. would have just been given up, man. It, it we wouldn't have had any examples. So it's mm-hmm. awesome that we have some examples to to show us that we can make it out of that desert place. Wow, David Young, you know I was talking to you uh, one day and we was talking about Elijah and Elijah, and you talked about how he went under a tree and how things had gotten so bad because uh, uh, this woman in the Bible, some of us may not read our Bible, may not understand what we're saying, but that's okay because we're going to make it clear enough. These are just the people that we know that had to go to a desert place, as David Young was saying. We're still reading about those people today. But David Young, you made a, a, a statement. You said that Jezebel was after Elijah life. You said that he got under a tree and he prayed that God would take his life. Talk about that because somebody may think that it's too hard and they may be saying, God, I want you to take my life. Talk to me, David Young. Yes, ma'am. So he was, Elijah, he was definitely, he was living a life that was bringing glory to God's name. And and he had did something and, and he was he was trying to show God's power. So even in the midst of what he was doing, he was doing it for the glory of God. And after that, the Jezebel was her name and she she was after him and he was scared. He ran and he and he went under a tree. And, and in our in our desert places, it can be a time where we're alone. And, and Elijah, he had his servants with him, but he left them behind. And he went to go and sit under a tree and he just prayed to God. And he was saying to God that he wanted him to take his life at that moment. He felt like it was too much for him. And although Elijah wasn't going after taking his own life, sometimes it can get so bad to where you can feel like you don't need to see another day. You don't have any more purpose to be here. 
like life is just your life is worthless. But I tell you that God did not take Elijah's life because there was a bigger there was a bigger picture that Elijah didn't necessarily see at that moment. Yeah. So Elijah, the, the Lord did not answer Elijah's prayer right there because if he would have, there would have been a void. And there's yes. people who, who feel like they don't have any more purpose here on this earth. And when they take their own life, there could be something that somebody else needed to hear from them. Wow. And they've taken their life. Wow. That's good, Davion. Oh, my God. I pray that our listeners are listening to us to, today because, you know, this thing could be so hard. You're just saying, God, I don't want to live anymore. This is just too much to bear. But as David Yon has brought it to the forefront and saying, listen, there is so much more to you than to die in your wilderness. Don't you dare die in your wilderness. You gonna blossom if we keep moving forward. Come mm -hmm. on, Jalen, talk to me about this desert place. Y'all, this topic is so powerful. They they gave us this topic to start praying about and to start reading up on our on the person who we wanted to choose. And I decided to go with the Shunammite woman um, and Elisha. And as I was reading this story, y'all, I didn't even understand how much I really related to this story. Wow. Because this Shunammite woman, she made a room for Elisha in her home. I'm going to give y'all a quick summary, but if you want to go read it, 2 Kings chapter 4. But it. she gave, uh, she made Elisha a room in her home so when he came into town, he could come rest in her house. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Elisha wanted to give her something for the trouble that she had gone through to make sure he had a place to stay. So yeah. she, he asked her, what is it that you need? And she said, nothing. So he asked his servant, he said, what is it that we can give her? And he said, well, she doesn't have a son. Mm. And when Elisha told her he said that by this time next year you're gonna have a son and she said nah nah don't even talk to me about that don't bother me about that because I've already dealt with it I I'm okay with it I wanted it before and I'm okay with it now so don't don't try to rip that band-aid off we're not gonna open up that can of worms I'm wow. okay we're gonna keep on moving wow and so sure enough by that time next year she gave birth to a son and this, the little boy, he had grew up and this and that. And then one day he was out in the field with his dad and uh -huh. he was like, dad, my head hurt. And so he sent him to his mama and he said, so she, the mom, when she was uh, laid the little boy across her lap and y'all, he died in her lap. My God. And y'all, when, when she, when her son died. She didn't tell nobody. She said, she said, I got to go find Elisha because he gave me this. He spoke this promise in my life and I'm going to find the person because I told him don't even bother me about this. And so y'all, when she took it to Elijah, her husband asked her, he said, well, where are you going? She said, it's going to be all right. She didn't even answer her. She said, it's going to be all right. And then Elisha seen her from across the way and sent his servant. And he, he came and he greeted her and he was asking her what's going on. She said, it's going to be all right. Yes. And so she got to Elisha and she just fell at his feet. And y'all, this story just, it really resonated with me because I'm in a situation right now. And I told myself, I said, it's going to be all right. I said, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know.
know what God is going to do. And I don't know how he's going to do it. But all I know is it's going to be all right. He's going to work it out. I said, and that's firm enough for me to stand on. So y'all, I'm here today to tell y'all, whatever it is that you're going through, it's going to be all right. Y'all take the spirit of that shooter, my woman. And I tell you, Elisha went. Y'all, this is another thing. So she, Elijah tried to send his servant to go bring the boy back like he sent him the stick and he could not do it and she told Elijah she said as long as you live I'm not leaving you and she made Elijah get up from the place that he was in and come back and see about her son and y'all we gotta do that when it comes down to God God I was minding my own business yes. I was just trying to spend time with you and you gave me this blessing and now it hurts and so oh. you got to do something about it and so when she told Elijah he had to get Get up and come and see about her and y'all he came and he brought her child back to life and so y'all i don't know what it is that you're going through i don't know how long you've been going through it but i'm here to tell you it's gonna be all right oh my god you are telling me Jalen, that we're gonna blossom in our wills in the end that desert place you are telling me how to bless them and there needs to be some words that are spoken while you're going through while you are in that wilderness you need to tell yourself it's gonna be all right i don't know as Jalen has said as david yon has said it as as renice has said it y'all speak to yourself in your wilderness even jesus had to come and say listen it is written you better speak a word in this wilderness because i need you to live i need you to survive I need you to show somebody no matter what is going on in your life, God is able to do above abundantly anything that I can ask or think. Y'all, he's still able, even in a wilderness. Y'all, I got to come back to a part two on this one because this is just getting too good. Why? Because I want everybody, somebody, anybody to know how to blossom in your desert place. I need you to meet me back here next Saturday. Same time, same place. And I'm still going to be talking about how to blossom in your desert place. Y'all, it's been our pleasure to talk with you. And I pray that you are being encouraged. Live, live, live. I need you to live in this desert place. God bless you. Peace out. See you next week. I would like to thank you for tuning in to this podcast today. Remember, if your situation is not challenged, it cannot change. If this conversation has been a blessing to you, hit me up on my social media in the link below. I would love to hear from you. Also, take a second to share this podcast with your family, your friends, your neighbors, your associates. Everybody is welcome to the Power In Your Voice family. Looking forward to talking to you next Saturday.